Hello everyone and thank you for joining me for What's On Your Mind as we are continuing to count down our days to the brand new year with the presentation of the presidents. Eight days left in the year 2020. Nine days before we embark upon a new year 2021 with the presentation of the ninth president presenting William Henry Harrison. He was born February the 9th, 1773. He was a military officer and politician who served as the ninth president of the United States in 1841. Harrison, the oldest president to be elected at the time, on his 32nd day, he became the first to die in office, serving the shortest tenure in U.S. presidential history. His death sparked a brief constitutional crisis regarding succession to the presidency because the Constitution was unclear as to whether Vice President John Tyler should assume the office of president or merely execute the duties of the vacant office. Tyler claimed a constitutional mandate to become the new president and took the presidential oath of office, setting an important precedent for an orderly transfer of the presidency and its full powers when the previous president fails to complete the elected term. Harrison was born in Charles City County, Virginia, a son of founding father Benjamin Harrison V and the paternal grandfather of Benjamin Harrison, the 23rd president of the United States. He was the last president born as a British subject in the 13 colonies before the Declaration of Independence in 1776. During his early military career, he participated in the 1794 Battle of Fallen Timbers, an American military victory that effectively ended the Northwest Indian War. Later, he led a military force against Tecumseh's Confederacy at the Battle of Tippecanoe in 1811, where he earned the nickname Old Tippecanoe. Harrison began his political career in 1798 when he was appointed Secretary of the Northwest Territory, and in 1799 he was elected as the territory's delegate in the House of Representatives. Two years later, President John Adams named him governor of the newly established Indiana Territory, a post he held until 1812. After the War of 1812, he moved to Ohio, where he was elected to represent the state's first district in the House in 1816. In 1824, the Ohio State Legislature elected him to the U.S. Senate. His term was truncated by the appointment as Minister Plenipotentiary to Grand Columbia in May 1828. 
Afterward, he returned to private life in North Bend, Ohio, until he was nominated as the Whig Party candidate for the president in the 1836 election. He was defeated by Democratic Vice President Martin Van Buren. Four years later, the party nominated him again with John Tyler as his running mate, and the Whig campaign slogan was, Temper Canoe and Tyler too. They defeated Van Buren in the 1840 United States presidential election, making Harrison the first Whig president to win the presidency. At 68 years of age, at the time of his inauguration, Harrison was the oldest person to assume the U.S. presidency, a distinction he held until 1981 when Ronald Reagan was inaugurated at age 69. Harrison was the seventh and youngest child of Benjamin Harrison V and Elizabeth Bassett Harrison, born on February the 9th, 1773 at Berkeley Plantation, the Harrison family home along the James River in Charles City County, Virginia. He was a member of a prominent political family of English descent whose ancestors had been in Virginia since the 1630s and the last American president not born as an American citizen. His father was a Virginian planter who served as a delegate to the Continental Congress from 1774 to 1777 and who signed the Declaration of Independence. His father also served in the Virginia legislature and as the fifth governor of Virginia from 1781 to 1784 in the years during and after the American Revolutionary war. Harrison's older brother, Carter Bassett Harrison, represented Virginia in the House of Representatives between 1793 and 1799. Harrison's father died in spring of 1791, shortly after he began his medical studies. He was 18 years old, and Morris became his guardian. He also discovered that his family's financial situation left him without funds to further schooling, so he abandoned medical school in favor of a military career after being persuaded by Governor Henry Lee III, a friend of Harrison's father. On August the 16th, 1791, Harrison was commissioned as an ensign in the army in the 1st Infantry Regiment within 24 hours of meeting Lee. He was 18 years old at the time. He was initially assigned to Fort Washington, Cincinnati in the Northwest Territory, where the army was engaged in the ongoing Northwest Indian War. Following his mother's death in 1793, Harrison inherited a portion of the family's Virginia estate, including approximately 3,000 acres of land and several slaves. He was serving in the army at the time and sold his land to his brother, 
Harrison was promoted to captain in May 1797 and resigned from the army on June 1st, 1798. Harrison met Anna Tuttle Psalms of North Bend, Ohio in 1795 when he was 22. They wed on November 25th, 1795. The Harrisons had 10 children. Anna was frequently in poor health during the marriage, primarily due to her many pregnancies. Yet she outlived William by 23 years, dying on February the 25th, 1864 at 88. Harrison was the Whig candidate and faced incumbent Van Buren in the 1840 election. He was chosen over more controversial members of the party, such as Clay and Webster, and based his campaign on his military record and the weak U.S. economy caused by the Panic of 1837. Harrison came from a wealthy family, slaveholding Virginia family, yet his campaign promoted him as an humble frontierman in the style popularized by Andrew Jackson while preserving Van Buren as a wealthy elitist. The Whigs boasted of Harrison's military record and his reputation as the hero of the Battle of Tippecanoe. The campaign slogan, Tippecanoe and Tyler II, became one of the most famous in American politics. Harrison won a landslide victory in the Electoral College, 234 electoral votes to Van Buren's 60. Although the popular vote was much closer, he received 53% of the popular vote to Van Buren's 47%, with a margin of less than 150,000 votes. He took the oath of office on Thursday, March 4, 1841, a cold and wet day. He braved the cold weather and chose not to wear an overcoat or a hat, rode on horseback to the ceremony rather than in the closed carriage that had been offered him and delivered the longest inaugural address in American inaugural address in American history at 8,445 words. It took him nearly two hours to read. Although his friend and fellow Whig Daniel Webster had edited it for length, he rode through the streets in the inaugural parade and attended three inaugural balls that evening, including one at Carusi Saloon entitled Tippecanoe Ball with a thousand gifts who had paid $10 per person, equal to $297 in 2020. On March 26, 1841, Harrison became ill with cold-like symptoms. His symptoms grew progressively worse over the next two days, at which time a team of doctors was called in to treat him. 
The prevailing misconception at the time was that his illness had been caused by the bad weather at his inauguration three weeks earlier. As soon as the doctors placed him in bed and undressed him, they diagnosed him with right lower lobe pneumonia and placed heated suction cups on his bare body and administered a series of blood lettings to draw out the disease. Those procedures failed to bring about improvement, so the doctors treated him with epicac, castor oil, calomel, mustard plasters, and finally with a boiled mixture of boiled mixture of crude petroleum and Virginia snake root. All this only weakened Harrison further, and the doctors came to the conclusion that he would not recover. Harrison died on April 4, 1841, nine days after becoming ill and exactly one month after taking the oath of office. He was the first president to die in office. A 30-day period of mourning commenced following the president's death. The White House hosted various public ceremonies modeled after European royal funeral practices. An invitation-only funeral service was also held on April 7th in the East Room of the White House, after which Harrison's coffin was brought to Congressional Cemetery in Washington, D.C., where it was placed in the public vault. Solomon Northup gave an account of the procession in 12 Years a Slave. That June, Harrison's body was transported by train and river barge to North Men, Ohio, and he was buried on July 7th in the family tomb at the summit of Mount Nebo, overlooking the Ohio River, which is now the William Henry Harrison Tomb Memorial. Lastly, During Harrison's campaign for presidency, he faced criticism for being a slave trader. He did not free his slaves in his will. Harrison inherited several slaves. As the first governor of Indiana Territory, he unsuccessfully lobbied Congress to legalize slavery in Indiana, presenting the ninth president of the United States of America, William Henry Harrison.